0: The Big Small Business Show. Proudly sponsored by MTN Business.
1: The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker. Choose a chartered accountant.
0: Welcome to the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our fantastic entrepreneurs out there who are in all parts of the economy, in urban, peri-urban, rural, township economy. And so often when entrepreneurs start out, they complain that there's no one to assist them, to mentor them, to guide them and so forth. But it's often not true. Qualisa Hub was founded to assist township entrepreneurs with the basics to get going and we're now joined by co-founder Sanjay Soni to give us more detail. W- welcome, Sanjay.
1: Thanks a lot, Alan, for having me on your show.
0: So, Sanjay, let's just start off by talking about township economy. We've heard a lot about it. Uh, you know, the president speaks about it. It's uh, a, a big focal area. But what exactly, in, in your opinion, is the difference between a township economy and a city economy or another economy? What's, what, what is unique about a township economy?
1: Township economy is very informal and challenges in a township environment are very different to a peri-urban or a, a built-up environment. Mm. And so that for us is perhaps the biggest difference around operating in the township with its uniqueness, the informal trading and lack of structure, if I call it that.
0: And when you say structure, you talk about infrastructure or, 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 or business structure?
1: Both, actually. Infrastructure as we know, our township environment is not, I guess, the best type of infrastructure. But from a business perspective, it's a lot of cash trade. Yes. It's it's actually less reliant on credit trade. Yes. And so that creates in itself a whole bunch of nuances.
0: So, so coming back to it's a good segue into the the cash and security and and a lot of research done into why (coughs) township (coughs) and informal uh, don't uh, suffer so badly is because of security and the, the lack of, more, imp- more specifically, the lack of security in those environments. And we've had people on the show from township environments that say, you know, that when they handle cash, you know, they've been hit three times, etc. and handling cash I- is very dangerous, and so it's an impediment to growth. you want to comment on that?
1: It is, I guess, to some extent, uh, but obviously you would know that a lot of the township environments start to use mobile technology. So yeah. there's certainly a move away from cash to a non-cash based system uh, and that's certainly one of the things that we have seeing based on the various entrepreneurs that we've been interacting with
0: coming, coming uh, back to the actual township environment the the, the so-called uh, high street the the city center the the consolidation of business in one space so that if I'm going shopping, uh, going to buy clothing, I can go to this store and that store and that store, which is what a city centre is all about. If I want to buy shoes, I can go to this shoe store, that shoe store, and then I've got selection. But townships are notoriously also spread out in terms of where the economic activity is, another impediment to making um, the economy more efficient, so to speak.
1: So if you think about a township environment, it's probably broken into two broad segments, if not three. The one deals with transport. Lots of people go in and out of townships. That's the first thing. Secondly, in terms of the day-to-day trade, that really talks about the essentials that you would need on a day-to-day basis. Typically, things you'd use in your kitchen to clean your home and things like that. And then there is the third segment, which is what you talk about in terms of the high street. And that is certainly an area that is fast growing into the township environment, where people want to actually shop where they live, and be able to access a lot more things in the environments that they live in.
0: So let's come to uh, uh, Kualisa Hub now. And just start off, where where are you operating specifically?
1: We are operating predominantly, and probably 97% of the entrepreneurs we work with, are looking at solving township-focused challenges. Okay. You don't have to necessarily reside in the township. But we're looking for those individuals that have these great ideas that solve a township challenge.
0: So the hubs, when you talk about the hubs, the physical hubs are specifically, are are they in the township or or outside of the township?
1: It's actually a virtual accelerator. Everything happens online, which has proven to be one of the challenges. Mm. Access to data and the like has proven to be a challenge and Mm. we found ways to work around it. At the moment, for the past 15 months, we've been We've been basically operating this on a h- absolute virtual environment.
0: Okay, so let's talk about some of the services that you um, that you uh, provide in, in a virtual manner.
1: So we provide three or four broad services. The first is, at the time the entrepreneur applies to us, we do an assessment in terms of, does this fit our mandate? Is this an entrepreneur that we'd like to support? So that's the first assessment. From a support perspective, it goes on to three or four things. The first is, we help them think about their idea and how to get some commercial return from their idea. So that's the first thing. Second thing is we pair them up with experienced individuals that come from a broad spectrum of the corporate world. Entrepreneurs, C-suite execu- executives, finance people, lawyers and the like. Third thing is through the process that we run, we want to get them to a point where they've taken their idea and get them to a point where they can go and raise some money to take the idea into market. And those are broadly the three services that we focus on. The program runs for about anything between 12 and 16 weeks. And at the point where the idea is something we believe in and the entrepreneur, more importantly, we take them to a point where they've got a business plan of sorts, not your traditional 50 page, business plan of sorts that we can support them to take to funders to invest in their business.
0: So in this uh, pool of uh, mentors, so to speak, are the potential funders part of that pool or they separate?
1: The funders at the moment are separate from the pool just to create a bit of separation, to be a bit more objective in terms of us trying to support the entrepreneurs, at the moment it is separate.
0: And and just to to follow on the process, so now I'm I'm an entrepreneur, I've come in from the, uh, I've come in uh, uh, onto the program, I've done my 16 weeks, um and i'm deemed to be um let's call it investable when i present to the investor is that also online is that also going to be an online pr- uh, uh, is it like a pitch uh, how does that work
1: so it is a quasi pitch not in the traditional pitch where you are pitching to more experienced funders yeah it's really allowing the entrepreneur to sell the story to somebody to say i've got this great idea this is the market opportunity this is where i think i can make some money I need your help to do the following things.
0: Just quickly in, in, in 30 seconds, and, and then is the funding uh, open as and it can be anything, or is it it's in a, a region, like for example, uh, on average 100,000, or is it a million or 10 million, whatever? Is it got no.
1: Case by case basis is case something that we look at it, yeah.
0: Okay, great. Sanjay, so that's all we've got time for, for today. Thank you for well your part uh, and, uh, in, in t- uh, trying to solve the problems in, in the townships. Uh, uh, I think it's such an important, uh, actually a very, very important problem to solve, to make sure that our townships uh, thrive as an economy on their own. And Sanjay, to you and your team, thank you very much. We'll be right back straight after this.